right to it. We're starting Pechas from the Gemara at the bottom of the page on Daf Pezayin Amud Beis, and we're starting from the Gemara. The fact that we said in the Sefer that she's married without permission, then she go back to her first husband. Obviously, you never say she's oh she, well. Then if you got married without permission, then you could go back to your first husband. Obviously, it doesn't mean that you just got married without verifying that your husband was dead. What we're talking about is is that shalobashus means shalobashus bezdin el beidin. You didn't need to come on to bezdin's allowances or leniencies to allow you to marry. It was because it was proper, full, full-on witnesses that said straight up that your husband's dead. So Michlal, that indicates, okay, so that's what obviously means. The fact that we're lenient, clearly we're not, that's what we're talking about. So Michlal de Reisha, Birshus Bezdin, Uveid So it sounds like that in the Reisha, it's Birshus um, Bezdin, and it's Beid Echad. So it's, um, uh, it's in, so the Reisha is talking about where uh, there was Bezdin's permission, and there was only one witness. That's what the contrast is, where there's a single witness. So that basically is indicating to us that even a single witness saying that your, that your husband's dead, I was there, um, is trusted. We have another Mishnah, doesn't even need to be a true witness. It could be even a second-hand testimony. Even a woman, even a woman from a woman, or from a slave, or a maidservant, on any source, uh, even like this, is acceptable for testimony with regards to um, her being allowed to marry. Okay, um, which basically tells us that one aid is believed. You have another Mishnah, one witness says, uh, uh, that uh, you ate chilev, and you're like uh, no, I did not. Uh, Potter, you um, you you don't have to bring uh, you don't have to bring a korban. Okay, now a time of the amr lo It's because he said I didn't need it. Ha'ishtek had he been quiet, mammon he would have been believed. Alma basically this seems to say edach mammon and midaraisa. So that uh, uh, one witness is trusted. As long as you're not denying it, uh, one witness is trusted to in, in a Torah level, and the question is, from where do we get that? So, Minalan, uh, where's the basis for that? Because the Bible says, or this, his sin was made known to him, which means that it wasn't others who informed him. You might think, even if he's not denying it, putter, that he's still putter, even if you're denying that, that it happened. It has to be made known to him. Even, even via somebody else. As long as you're not in denial, so then, yes. So, what's the case? Two people are coming, and you say, and you don't deny it, right? They said, look, we saw you eating a cheeseburger. And we were there, and you're not denying that, that it was you doing it. So then, um, you need a puzzle to tell you that you need to bring a carbon for that? No. Okay. Actually, the truth is, uh, it would only work if it's like a level of, remember, to bring a carbon, it needs to be a level of chiv, uh, uh, of where, of, of shogeg, and it has to be kares level if it was bemazed. Okay, so, um, but anyway, let's leave it at that. Okay. El alav chad must be that there is only one witness. Vichilo machish leimem, and when you're, when you're not denying it, then he, that witness is believed. Which proves. One witness is believed. So the Gemara says, that's not a good proof. How do you know that it has to do with 
the fact that that witness is believed, maybe it's because he's silent. Silence is acquiescence. Okay? When he tells you it did, and you didn't deny it, so then it's like your admission, and you're admitting that you did. So since you're admitting that you did, that's what's of you, not the witness. The witness is really not the point. Okay? So, uh, question back, to, are we, where do we see, actually, that a single witness is believed? How do I know that it has to do with shtika kelda, that quiet, being silent is like admission? Teda, diktani sev, because it says in the sefer, two people said, you ate chelev, okay, the forbidden fats, and he says, no, I did not. Potter, you're free from any application. And Rebbe Meir, Rebbe Meir, says, you're chayev. If two can bring to Misa Chamura to a serious uh, death, uh, pun- a serious punishment of death penalty, so then would he can't bring you to a carbon? So therefore, Rameir says, if two people inform a person that, and even if he's in denial, uh, too bad. We believe two witnesses enough. Okay, well, if they say you did a death penalty thing, so they're going to put you to death. They're not going to be able to get you to be chayv a korban. Of course they will. Um, Amrlo, so the rabbis argue on Rabbi Meir, and they said, It's different over there, because he could have easily said, I was, okay, yeah, I did, but I did on purpose. Now what? Do I have to bring a korban if I did on purpose? No. So he could, he could get out of it, because the one thing, the point being is there's a, there's a limitation in the testimony, is they only can see what he did. They can't see the intention behind what he did. So they cannot see whether it was inadvertent or intentional um, in the act. So that's the story. Um, so Reisha, my time So why uh, do the rabbis agree when there's one witness that that is chayev? And if it's because one is believed by Alma, irregular too. Even when even when this guy denies it, they're generally believed and they're still saying Obviously, the reason why the one the one aide who says that you ate chelav is believed is because because he was quiet. And his silence is admitting, yeah, I did do it. So he's admitting that he did it. That's good enough. But it's nothing to do with the believability of the witness. That's why we're back to square, square one. What is the makar? What's the source that an aid echad is neman? That's the question. Okay. So, Ella Svarhi, it's a logic. You have a piece of meat. You're not sure if it's from the forbidden fats or from the good kind of the fats, good fats or bad fats. Okay. Um, Right, so um, one person says, I know that this is the kosher one. Demem will believe him. So Gemara says, That's not the same thing. Can you compare? It's different because there there was not established Isser. And here uh, there was a definitely a pre established Isser, the Ish. This woman was a status quo of a married woman. They're coming to change an existing status quo. Who says that we should believe one witness? We always need, when it comes to matters of arayos, we, sh- we always need two witnesses. So why would one person be believed to say that, the, that, that, that her husband's dead? 
The only thing what you want to compare it to, compare it to this. You have a, a piece of meat that you know is chilev. And he says, no, it's not. I know you know it to be chilev, but it's not true. It's really shuman. Of course we're not going to believe that witness against what we know to be the case. Okay? So Gemara says, that's not the same thing. If I know something's chilev, even if a hundred people walk in and say, no, it's not chilev, it's shuman, it's kosher, trust us, we know, we know. I know that it's not allowed, so I can't eat it. Okay? A hundred witnesses, I could tell them that it's not true. Okay? So, it's, I know for a fact that it's chilev. That's it. I know. They only can inform me what I don't know. But when I know, I know. That's the point. Okay, so Acha Kim Dechi over here two will be believed. So So then the logic would say one should also be believed. Midava Tevle Hegdish Ukanamos. No different than Tevel Hegdish Konamos various vows. Um, so the Gemara says, okay, wait a second. Um, what, what are you talking about? I Tevel What kind of Tevel? day if it's his own Tevel, meaning the man's tank. Don't worry, I took off the trumos over here. Okay, uh, yeah, well, that, I understand why he's believed. Because he has the power over it. He's not just stating information that he has no power over. He has, he has the ability to do something that automatically grants it a believability. Ella de Acher, we're talking about where it's um, others. Um, uh, so it's somebody else, I'm talking about somebody else's stuff. So my Kasavar, what opinion are you going with? If a man has the ability to use his own grain to tithe on somebody else's grain, there's a machlokas whether I'm allowed to do that. But if I can, so then, and I don't even need his acquiescence, I'm allowed to do him the favor of taking off the tithes so that, um, so that it's, it's, it's kosher. Um, so then, then that again is the reason why we'll believe him is because he has the ability to do something about it. And if you do need the, the to inform the the owner in order to take the tithe, so then and he's just stating a fact that I know for a fact that it's that the I, that the tithes have been taken. Um, How do you know that that's true? It's still back to it doesn't. You can't you can't prove that that's the case here. Um, and hegdish nami. What's the case of hegdish? And you say this is not hegdish. Well, how do you say it's not hegdish? Well, it's kedushas damim. I have ability to redeem it out of hegdish. So uh, therefore, it's in my power. And in kedushas gof if it's his own, he can basically um, go to a bezin of three and say, I want to. I'm. I'm. I'm uh, regret the fact that I made it hegdish. So that's an ability in his hands. El Dachar, so that again is in his power. El Dachar, somebody else. I know that it was at one point Hegdish, but he was he went to the Bezdin of three and they and they nullified that that obligation. Okay, and they undid it. He who says that that's believed. And Konamas Nami, and the same thing by Konamas. If Konamas has a din meil on it, it's like Hegdish. Kedushas Tamim anachdulahu, and it basically has what we call Kedushas Tamim. So Mishum Diba it's the same thing. When it's in his power, that's not really showing the believability. It's believability because we know you could do something. So like it's like a migo. You have an extra power there. 
Well, uh, and if it's not the case, it's just a regular iser. So whose is it? If it's his own, then he has the power to undo it by nullifying his vows. Um, right? Ella um, somebody else's farmer. I know you done a digital Mariale. I know that he undid his vow. He kufa minalan. Who says that? Well, what? We still don't have a source. So we're back to the question. So the answer is like this. This is the real answer. Why is it that the wind witness is believed when they say that uh, this woman's husband is dead? Since we're extra strict, stringent on her, should the husband show up? We are able to be more lenient in the beginning um, and, and allow her to get married even though one witness really should not be enough. So we we made it that it we gave it a believability due to the the extra homework that she's going to feel compelled to do because she doesn't want the repercussions of what will happen if he is alive. So she's just going to make sure, okay. And that's the basis. So the Gemara says, "Lo uh, Why should we? I mean, let's not be more stringent, and then you know, and not be more lenient, and then everything's normal, right? The answer is Mishamikuna Kilubarapana. There's a there's a value here. We want the woman to be able to remarry. We have a little bit of information to go on. What we say is, you know, you're free to marry, but if it turns out the husband's alive, oh, it's going to be a disaster for you. So now she's going to basically hire a private eye to make sure that this she'll do the homework to make sure that it's really true that her husband is dead and then and then she'll get married and that's uh and that's the that's the way they did that to babies basically to be able to be lenient so she shouldn't be in aguna okay brings us to the next thing we said it's very strict she has to be divorced from both husbands some that's because um she got married with one witness but if she got married with two witnesses, Lo says she can stay married to the second husband. So the is like, So in Eretz Yisrael, they're like laughing at this statement of Rav. In walked the husband, right? I'm here, honey, I'm home, right? And he's saying, oh, well, look, there were two witnesses that you're dead, so uh, she's free to marry, she's marrying this second, she's married, she's too late, pal. She's ready married to the next guy. We had witnesses. You know, I'm sorry, but you're up the creek. What kind of business? He's here. Okay, obviously, the witnesses weren't accurate. Okay, so um, the answer is we're talking about a scenario where the guy walks in, I'm home, it's me, and nobody recognizes him. So, you know, if she married with two witnesses and nobody really knows who this guy is, He's just claiming to be her long-lost husband. Yeah, I lost some weight. I grew a little, whatever it is. Okay. It's yeah, a, a, little, a few changes, you know, whatever. Um, he, so the Gemara says, what's going on? If we don't recognize him, um, so why, even if there's one witness who she married, in walks this guy, a strange-looking guy, and he says, "Well, I guess you should know. I'm, I'm actually your original husband, and you know, but, but there was one aide that he's that, that said he's dead, and nobody knows that this, this guy doesn't look like him at all. So what do you mean? I might say so. She should still be allowed to be married to the next guy. Who says you? Who says it's true? No, the." The there she this guy's not just Sam, he's walking in with two witnesses. And the two witnesses are saying, Look, we traveled with him overseas. 
he went on a major diet, and he, whatever, he lost weight, whatever, he did a lot of things, he had uh, surgeries, and who knows what, and, but I'm telling you, we know for a fact that this is the same guy, it doesn't look at all familiar, okay, that's the why, when there's one witness, then it's, she's messed up, but when there's two witnesses, not, so, um, and, and look, they have a good claim, he was able to recognize them, but they weren't able to recognize him, he left before he was able to grow a beard. And he came back, bearded, it changed his whole appearance. So, so, still, back to square one. Trey, Trey, no, it's two against two, right? We have two witnesses said this is that the guy is dead, and this is not the same guy. Two people saying, look, we were with him the whole time. This is the same guy. Um, so, um, so in that case, there should be a, at least a suffix of Asham Talui. And how is it that Rav is saying that she can remain married to the second guy? So Rav Sheshes could go Genesis The answer is she married one of the witnesses. <laughs> so the witnesses, they know the truth, right? They know that that that, that they saw the guy dead. And that these new guys are full of baloney, right? You so that which witness, which set of witnesses? First set. First set. You said he was dead, right? Who said that? Who said that the guy was dead? He would and not have married, married her if he was said not to. Right, all right. But, but we believe him. We believe him. no. So he knows the facts, and that's why. That's why he's no Asham Tali. Asham Tali is when you're not sure. Well, he's he's sure. Okay, he's not not sure. He's sure. So the verse says he goof of Asham Tali. Forget about her him. You're right, he doesn't have to bring an Ashram Tali because he's not in doubt. But she should, because she should be in doubt. The answer is, but Mary is Barley. She's saying, I know, I know. I know my husband. I have signs, you know, whatever. He had, this can't be the same guy. Okay. It's the only time Rabbi Nachman Yossi was, uh, said his opinion, which we'll get to in a second, he only said it when witnesses show up first, and then she got married after the witnesses. If she was already married before the new witnesses show up, lo, he, he, he doesn't, uh, um, so he, he wouldn't apply this, okay? Meaning witnesses who showed up and saying, no, he didn't die, then, um, uh, you know, and she said, you know, then we wouldn't let her get married, but According to Reb Nachum Rabbi but over here she got married before the new witnesses showed up, um, and we're going to get to that. Lo Amri never said it. the time the bride goes like this. This is where we we meet Reb Nachum Rabbi shot or explanation. He said Shnayim Omri Meis, Shnayim Omri Lo Meis. Two people said the guy's dead. Two people said he's not dead. Shnayim Omri Neskarsha, Shnayim Omri Lo Neskarsha. Two people said he's divorced. Two people said not divorced. Harizal Tanosi she can't marry him. He says, but if she did marry Lo Teitzik, she can stay married. And Rav Nachman Yosi Omer, no, Teitzik, she still has to get divorced. But when does he say that? Rav Nachman Yosi Emes and he Omer Teitzik. When does she have to get divorced from after having married? That's Bismach Abo Edim Vachaknesis. After there's witnesses and she knows that there's two against two, then she has no business getting married. And even if she does, we're going to say you can't stay married. But if she was already married before the second set of witnesses show up, Harizal takes it, she can stay married, saying, look, I know for a fact that he's dead. I don't care what you guys are saying. I have my two witnesses that I'm relying on, and that's it. So, Rav Nami, you're right. What do you think Rav was talking about? Rav was talking about if the witnesses show up, and then she went ahead. The second set of witnesses show up, and then she went ahead and got married. Lafuke, 
with Reb Nachum Bar Yossi, and that's the counter of Nachum Bar Yossi. That's one take. And then the other version is the Amar Taima Dinisus Varkach Boedim. First, she got married, and then the witnesses came. But if the witnesses came first, and then she got married, then she would have to be divorced. And he's either taking Reb Nachum Bar Yossi's position that it would make a difference, all the difference, if the witnesses were there first, the second that the witnesses show up before she got married. And uh, I agree with Reb Nachum Bar Yossi, and that's basically. The bottom line on that. Okay. Uh, maybe we could go a drop further. Masiv Rav, Rav has a question. Minayin Hashem, lo ratza dafno. Okay, how do you know that if, uh, if, that if a coin um, is involved in people he's not allowed to be married to, he marries the foresee, or he's in that makbid on Tumah, that you start, that you beat him into, beat it into him, that you basically force him to, to, get, to get rid of his wife that's a divorcee. We force him to, um, to not, not go to the cemetery. You make him kadosh, against his will. So now what's the case? If she didn't marry one of her witnesses, and she's not saying, I'm sure. So of course you're going to force her. We, she married one of her witnesses, and she's saying, I know that my husband's dead, and we're still forcing. So we say, just like we do so to the Kohen, so we should force her out of this marriage as well. So the more answer is, that's not true. That's a unique halacha, this halacha of Kiddashto, that we force a person out, um, it must be, is, is, uh, is only for Kohana. That's one answer. We say, my dafno, dafno be'etim. Um, only with uh, w- that we, we that it's with witnesses, okay. Um, meaning Bezdin is warned to find witnesses to di- to disprove the first witnesses uh, that say that she's free to marry, um, uh, in order to uh, that the coin should be you know that the coin should not marry her. But once she's married, um, they would not force the marriage out. Third shot, if the witnesses showed up first and then she got married, and it's going like Reb Nachman Biosi, it's going like Reb Nachman Biosi. Anyway, so that's the um, so that's another possibility that we're taking Reb Nachman Biosi's stance that when witnesses show up first and then she went ahead and disregarded the witnesses and married, that's when we're going to separate and that's when we'll be Daphna will force her out of that but otherwise not anyway that's the other possibilities we'll stop over here and uh, take it up tomorrow again uh, same time I think there's going to be two minchas so after the first mincha it's not it's an hour before mincha